Hey, I'm Akomi. So, uh, this podcast that, uh, you're about to listen to is, it's an older one. We actually recorded this quite a while back. And, uh, we've kind of sat on it for a while because it's really not much of a funny one, which, uh, I'll just stop you right there. Oh, none of them are funny. Huh? Yeah, yeah, okay. But no, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, this uh, this topic with Turk as more as just a, an interesting thing. It's a it's a curious fact known by few, and I think it's a very interesting little chapter out of the history of the internet, basically. And uh, you'll notice throughout this episode that, like a lot of the stupider things from the internet, I'm really into it. Turk, not so much. Uh, that's kind of par for the course with us, but. Um, but we did think it was, you know, worth worth posting. Uh, but that said, we didn't set out to riff on this a bunch. We didn't set out to make a bunch of jokes out of it. And we didn't set this episode up to be a funny episode. It's really just, here's something you might not have known before, and we just discussed that. So it is more informative than anything. So just wanted to, uh, to curb your expectations going into it, that... Uh, Look at this as more of an informative thing and less of a humorous thing. Uh, but with that said, hope you guys do find this interesting and uh, hope you enjoy. We will catch you guys later. Well, our moms think we're funny. Hello, everybody. I'm Akomi. Hey, everyone. This is Turk182. Welcome to yet another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. I almost said Our Moms Think We're Racists, and then I realized that wasn't the title of the podcast. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't apply to all of us. <laughs> My mom thinks I'm a racist. <laughs> thinks, knows, whatever. <laughs> Mama Dunn raised a racist. <laughs> so, uh... I wanted to talk about something kind of weird that I stumbled across the other day, and it's just one of those random-ass BuzzFeed articles that popped up on my Facebook timeline, and because... No, it wasn't BuzzFeed. Ranker. It was a Ranker article. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I would certainly hate to give credence to BuzzFeed where they do not warrant it. So, um, let me stop you right there. How do you feel about BuzzFeed? Eh, not really a big fan because it's so clickbaity. Okay. That's exactly how I feel, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... And, I mean, I just, I'm not a fan of clickbait. It's like, let, let your stuff stand on its own merits. You know, I mean, that's what we try to do. Which yeah. is why we have the following the size that we do. But, uh, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I almost passed by it. And then the content of the headline was so bizarre to me that it was like, you know, I kind of feel like I need to check this out. And when I first read it, and I've kind of explained this to you, Turk, when I first read it, it was like, this is so damn bizarre. Why is anybody taking it seriously? Right. And it's, you know, it was kind of a very similar reaction to a lot of what I saw with Chris Chan, where it was like, you know, why, why does he not just say, yeah, no, Sonic Shoe doesn't do that, or whatever. Or, you know, kind of like the Bob and Bev karaoke corner, where it's like, I feel like I'm being punked. I feel like these people know exactly what kind of content they're doing, and I just feel like I'm being punked. But then the further you get into it, the more you realize, no, everybody here is very, very serious. And so I wanted to sort of discuss it with you, 
let you know what happened historically, let you know, like, the historical impact that this has had on us that none of us even really knew about, and uh, sort of get your thoughts on it as well as express some of my own thoughts on it, okay? All right, I'm here. Okay, so uh, this this is about uh, an article called A Rape in Cyberspace. I want to see if I can pull up the full title here. Um... Because this is not the original article that I had pulled up. so And so you hear this, a rape in cyberspace, and you're like, well, huh, what what the hell, you know? I'm thinking something VR-related. Uh, well, no, because this was actually something that took place in 1993. So we're talking the extreme early days of the internet. Here we go. Julian Dibble, he is the guy who wrote the original <laughs> article. Oh, so a rape in cyberspace article was written by a guy named Diddle? Dibble. Oh, Dibble. Okay. Because yes. that's a little bit better. Yeah, go on, please. Okay. Uh, shit, that also does not have the full title. Damn it, internet, come on. Okay, a ra- here we go. Thank you, Wikipedia. I love you guys. I'm not going to donate money to you, so stop asking. Um, I donate, so I'll just <laughs> say it's from both those. Oh, look on. at me. My name is Torquil82. I value free speech. Woo! I value my free speech. <laughs> when I have something to say, I think it's really important. When someone else has something to say, I'm like, you know, shut the hell up. <laughs> okay, so here's the full Idiot. title. <laughs> <laughs> A, a rape in Get cyber- snippy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a rape in cyberspace, or how an evil clown, a Haitian trickster spirit, two wizards, and a cast of dozens turned a database into a society. So this was a 1993 article by Julian Dibble. Uh, he republished it in uh, chapter one of his book My Tiny Life from 1998, where he talks about uh, being in these online communities and stuff. So, um, so before you continue, can you do me one small favor? Sure. Can you read the part in the title where it says everybody who's involved? Everybody who's involved? Yes. That, that whole subtitle again? No, not the whole subtitle. Just the part where it says everyone who's involved. An evil clown. Yes. A Haitian trickster spirit. Okay. Two wizards and a cast of dozens. <laughs> that sounds like an episode of like Darwin when she was like, <laughs> when she was threatening him is like, you know, you need to back off or I'm going to get, you know, an evil clown, two Haitian, a Haitian spirit, two wizards, and, and a box of cornflakes. But like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now in the early 90s, and this was really before I, like, had access to the internet myself, um, I didn't really have a computer when I was a kid until, like, late 90s, 1999, 2000, something like that. Yeah, I think it was, like, 1999 that we first got a computer in the family household. So, uh, you know, I kind of missed, like, these, this early chat room culture. But back in the day, there were internet chat rooms, of course. And there were also very, very crude early forms of MMOs. And I never knew about this until I stumbled across this article, right? But basically, they were text-based adventure MMOs. So, you know, I'm a big fan of text-based adventures. We've talked about that very often. I talk about it on the show a lot. And uh, you know the nature of text-based adventures from the day. You know, you, you you power it on, and it's like, oh, you're standing in a room. To your east, there is a bookshelf. Yeah, it's like to, Zork and stuff the, like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Zork. And, yeah, and like, you get the uh, Zorkmids and shit. Um, so was a good thing. Yeah, I know that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, in these chat rooms, there were these early forms of MMOs that were... That were uh, running off of a text-based adventure kind of thing. So you would create a character, you'd type up their description, and uh, 
you would like go into these worlds and it'd be like, oh yeah, you're you're standing in a mansion to you know you can go to the living room in the north, you can go to the kitchen in the east, whatever. And uh, if anybody types the look command at your character, uh, then it it will give them the description that you filled out for the character. It says, uh, you know, oh let's let's say that uh, you, that I make Sonashu as a character, right? And uh, it's. Uh, It'll say, oh, you know, standing before you, you see a, a yellow hedgehog with long ears and a lightning bolt tail and he has electric cheeks and blah, 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 and he radiates sexuality. Whatever. Um, and, and so uh, there, there were just uh, numerous, numerous online communities like this back in the day. Um, they, were, they were called MUDs, Multi-Universe Dimensions, which I think is kind of a misnomer, but, uh, but whatever. And... Uh, so I've got this article here. I'm not going to read the article because, you know, it kind of feels plagiaristic to try to read through um to read through an entire article, but uh which I mean, I know I've I've kind of done like sort of going down like the, the life of Christian and stuff. Uh I I never actually read beat for beat an article, but you get the idea. Um uh, I I really just want to sort of go through the main beats with this and talk about the impact that it had. Um so, I I, pr- I think I probably will um, wind up reading the opening paragraph to this, but um, this this is a very interesting thing to me. Um, you uh, because you you see that this is titled you know a rape in cyberspace, um, and as you go throughout it. Um, the everybody involved will be very quick to say, you know, this is clearly not the same thing as an actual physical rape. It's very obviously not. Nobody would dare to say that. And some of the people involved with this were actually victims of real life physical sexual assault, not just chat room stuff. But everybody is very clear and explicit in saying this was definitely a violation. This was definitely um you know, this, this was definitely a problem. Um, I'm still trying to sort of come to peace with that and still trying to come to grips with that. But I am going to sort of go over the events here. Like I said, I'll probably read this opening paragraph. And I just want to go over, like, the main beats of what happened, how it affected everybody involved, and sort of how it affects us today. So, um... Looks like Turk had to step away from the mic for just a minute, so I'm going to take a brief pause here, and uh, as soon as he's back, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get started on going through all that, but uh, it, it definitely, it was definitely a very bizarre thing to read, but um, it, it, wound, it wound up giving me a lot of, like, reason to pause and think and to, and to really, you know... And really wonder, like, how, how would that have affected me if I had been there? So, uh... So, buckle up. I think you're in for a bit of a wild ride, for sure. Alright, so, uh... Turk is back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, uh, I just explained to him, I'm gonna read this opening paragraph. And, uh, I've kind of explained, all this is taking place in a text-based adventure. So there's no graphics, there's no pictures, there's no sprites, it's nothing of what, you know, if you were born after, like, what, Turk, 95, 96? I mean, I'm not sure what would be a fair age to to uh, generalize here. Okay. 
But uh, it's it's not going to be what you think of when you think of an online chat room or when you think of an MMO. This is all text based stuff. So, right. like, what's happening here? So it's almost like a, like a like a big forum. Yeah, yeah, basically. But it's like it's like a live forum. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the closest descriptor I can think of is a chat room, but it's a chat room in a text based adventure. Yeah. So, like, you know, let's say I'm playing as Sonichu because that was the example I gave. Uh, when I was explaining this to the viewers while you stepped away, um, you know, if if I if I say my character is Sonichu, right, mm-hmm. and and you're you're playing as um, I don't uh, know what whatever you would want to play as Dark Heart, was it oh, Dark Light Sugar Heart? Dark okay. Light Sugar Heart, yeah. Oh, infringing on my intellectual property. I see. So, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, because it's okay for you to do it to other people. <laughs> well, you kind of sound like somebody from this article. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so, like, let's say you type in the look command, right? Because that's a text-based adventure thing, look. Right. And so you say, look at uh, Sonichu, and it'll say, oh, yeah, you see a yellow hedgehog with long ears and a lightning bolt tail, and uh, he radiates sexuality. And uh, He radiates sexuality. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, you know, I'm straight, but... <laughs> just something about... <laughs> just something about Sonichu's calm, man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about here is, you know, if I if I say, you know... If I type in dance, then it'll say, you know, everybody Sorry. <laughs> everybody sees Sonichu dance. Whatever. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. So, um so I'm gonna explain, you know, I'm gonna read this opening thing, and then we're just gonna kinda go over the beats here. Um <clears throat> They say he raped them that night. They say he did it with a cunning little doll, fashioned in their image, and imbued with the power to make them do whatever he desired. They say that by manipulating the doll, he forced them to have sex with him and with each other and to do horrible, brutal things to their own bodies. And though I wasn't there that night, I think I can assure you that what they say is true, because it all happened right in the living room, right there amid the well-stocked bookcases and the sofas in the fireplace of a house I came later to think of as my second home. So, uh... That's, so explain the living room to me. So the living room. So this virtual world, this mud, if you will, the uh, multi-universe dimension. Thank you, because I was going to ask what mud meant. Um, this was developed by a Xerox employee, which uh, I was once a Xerox employee, so I thought this was kind of uh, a very interesting thing from that perspective, because it's like, oh, I'm a little invested here. Just just a little. I'm not currently working for Xerox, but I have a good relationship with the company. I like Xerox. So uh, this this virtual world was created by a Xerox employee who used the Xerox computer as a server and uh, created this text-based virtual world. The world is called Lambdamu, L-A-M-B-D-A. MOO and MOO is a type of uh, multi-universe dimension, and I can't remember what the uh, what it stands for, but it's just like a, a sub a subversion of that. Basically, the living room was the central hub of Lambdamu. Lambdamu was a giant mansion that uh, all these characters could live in, and like once you became a member there, you would pick which room you wanted to live in. Uh, the guy who wrote this article was playing as a character named Dr. Bombay, which is a character from some old-timey sitcom, I don't know. Oh, no, no, uh, Dr. Bombay. Um, uh, Bewitched. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if, I, if I remember correctly, Dr. Bombay yep, was a Sam- character on Bewitched. Samantha Stevens' outlandish cousin, yes, okay. Or sometimes he would masquerade as a dolphin, you know. And I, I know that, like, listening to this, you're going to be thinking, I thought Nokomi hated DeviantArt shit, and this is really, really close to that. But. You know, sometimes <laughs> the, the things that we say we hate, we really love with a passion. We just don't want other people to know that. Okay, Turk. You know what? I've had about enough of your mouth. Kind of like, kind of like, kind of like when you used to, <laughs> used to like, you know, like punch to the girl in school that you really liked and everything. <laughs> yeah, keep punching that deviant art girl. <laughs> oh, 
oh, damn, she's been hitting on me this whole time? <laughs> okay, so, um, but yeah, so, yeah, you, you log into Lambda Moo, and it says, oh, you're in this big, beautiful mansion, and it would spawn you in a random room, and so, like, you could spawn in a broom closet, you could spawn in the kitchen, and you just, like, walk from room to room, so it's like, oh, I want to go to the living room, so I'll type, go east, boom, I'm in the living room, and then I can interact with any other characters in there. What was interesting about this from, like, a text-based adventure slash chat room standpoint is that this was one of the first versions of this, that if a character wasn't in the same room as you, you couldn't interact with them. So, like, if I'm in the living room and you're in the bedroom upstairs, I would have to make my character go to the bedroom upstairs to talk to you. Now, I, I do wanna, I do wanna ask you to, because I think I, I think we may have skipped over this part just just then. So, I do want to um, to kind of discuss this part again, which is the guy that's writing this art, writing this, the guy that wrote this article, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, explain where he was living in this house. Uh, his character, Doctor Bombay, lived. Inside of the TV set, in a room, in the red hotel, on the Monopoly board, in the living room. So it's basically hub within hub within hub within hub. But what's interesting about that is that it shows just how, I mean, how expansive they made this this little text-based world. I mean, there's basically, like, no cap on how many people could be there, you know? But yeah, so um, basically what happened is that this this guy, Julian Dibble, uh, Dr. Bombay, if you will, he kind of got involved with this because he heard the ripples of what all happened with this alleged uh, cyberspace rape. And he was like, this is really interesting from a, legal, from a legal perspective. And so he started getting involved. And his reaction initially was what mine is right now, which is, how are you taking this seriously? Right. Because, you know, we've played D&D. And, you know, if I say... Oh, my, my character grabs your character's dick. You know, the easiest response is to say, uh, no, he doesn't. And it, that's as far as it goes for us, you know? Right. And if I'm insistent, then it's like, okay, well, roll for initiative. You're you're free to try to make an unarmed strike, but you're going to wind up losing a hand because I'm a fucking rogue. You know, I mean, it's it's that kind of thing. So, you know, that that was my initial reaction upon reading this is, why can't you just say, no, that doesn't happen? And that's that's what his initial reaction was. But as he got involved with it and he started interviewing the people, he was like, wow, I actually feel their pain. I understand why they feel violated in this. So, I'm still not there yet, but... You know. and, and I understand. And I'm not completely there either, to be honest. I can sort of see both sides of the argument as far as that goes. But, like, you know, I, I mean, and from what I hear, some of the people involved here just had tears streaming down their faces as they're interviewing this guy. And it's like... I don't know, man. I don't know. I th- I think that Dr. Bangle, the person who initiated these assaults, bastard. You know, he he's a real prick. He ruined everybody's good time. If everybody's hanging out and just having a good time and he spoils the party, then yeah, he, he, he sucks. And he should have had his account destroyed. I get that. But should he be hailed as a criminal? Should this be considered a cybercrime? I really don't think so. So, uh... I would say he definitely harassed these people. This is harassment, but, but not in a in a way that you that I think a criminal way. He was just yeah. being an, an annoying ass. I mean, everybody everybody has to deal with an annoying ass in some fashion in their life, and you can't always do anything about it except for just be like that guy's an annoying asshole, yeah, or yeah. that woman's an and, annoying asshole. And it's like you know, and all that was definitely covered in the aftermath of this. That was all definitely discussed um, because this is basically cyberbullying. That that's what I would categorize oh, it yeah, as. Yeah, I definitely. It's, see. It's sexual harassment and cyberbullying, for sure. 
but can you really call that a rape? And I already said during the introduction while you were gone, you know, everybody involved here was very quick to say this is not the same thing as a physical rape. There were right. sexual assault survivors involved in this who were like, yes, I have, I have been physically raped. This is not the same thing, but he still crossed a line. So we're going to talk about the attack here. We're going to talk about the attacker or the attacker's character. Um, so the attacker was a character named Mr. Bungle. Uh, he was named after the band, which we've talked about. Um, you know a bit more about the band than I do. Um, what I know about the band, about the uh, the band Mr. Bungle, um, is I believe they were on tour with Lollap- They were on the Lollapalooza tour with Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they got into some kind of a fight. And uh, like in like they, after, it, you'd have to Google it. Um, to get the whole thing, but I remember, if I remember correctly, they didn't like each other. Hmm. Like the Chili Peppers had a problem with, um, with, uh, with them, and it stemmed from like a <sighs> something that happened, like uh, like uh, during like one of the, the performances or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> interesting. So uh, I'm gonna describe this character. I want to see if I can find the actual uh, description. <laughs> This happened on a Monday night in March, if that helps. Um, now, here we go. Okay, so, Mr. Bungle, the character, not the band, uh, if you were to look at his description, he uh, is a fat oleaginous. Not really familiar with that word. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume that means fat gelatinous, kind of fat. Uh, um, Bizquick-faced clown. Wow, Bizquick-faced clown. Yeah, right? Dressed in a cum-stained harlequin garb and girdled with a mistletoe and hemlock belt, whose buckle bore the quaint inscription, Kiss me under this, bitch. Okay, so so just to start off with, someone who creates a character like that does not is not someone that that is asking for to play nice with people. Yeah, clearly. It's like he's obviously <laughs> he's obviously got some uh, questionable interests, if you will. It's he's, he's like he's like Shia LaBeouf. He's looking for trouble. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not looking for no trouble. He's like, what are you looking for? Me? <laughs> looking for trouble. So, so uh, now this guy was a longtime user. Now it's it's an important thing. Uh, according according to the people involved, it was an important thing. A rookie would very often just assume, oh, because I'm playing a fictional character, there are no consequences to my action. So if you log into Lambda Moo and you see a guy just making a total ass of himself and, like, setting fire to shit and stuff like that, then everybody would go, oh, it's a rookie. You know, he he doesn't get it. And eventually, if he spends enough time doing this, he'll understand that you're not just playing a fictional character, you're playing an avatar of yourself, and you need to conduct yourself better. Right. Um, you know, it's it just like, it's just like unspoken etiquette of, uh, these, uh, multi-user dimensions. So, uh, so this guy was actually kind of a long-term user. He wasn't like the longest term user. He wasn't there from like the foundation of it, like a lot of the people were, but he'd been there long enough for nobody to really think of him as a noob. Uh, but then the attack just gets started. Now, um, I explained to you upstairs earlier today that uh, in order for the way this stuff to work, it kind of requires um, it kind of requires cooperation on both parts, right? So if I say uh, that my character tries to make your character dance, that's that's not going to happen. I can't say what your character does, right? Right. 
So if I say, uh, Torquil 82 dances or, you know, Dark, Dark Lake Sugar Heart dances, then it's not going to do anything. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to let me do that because I can't control your character. Now I can say that, you know, Sonichu does something to Dark Lake Sugar Heart, but then it's up to you to either reciprocate or, you know, or retaliate. Right. So, you know, M- Mr. Bungle starts doing some sexual natured things to some of the people involved. And, uh, most often, what would happen is that people can, uh, what's it called? They they can gag the uh, the person saying offensive things, and that means that like they're they're silenced. They can't say anything to you anymore, and that's usually how like that that's usually the way these cases were handled. But then this, I wish they would chosen a different word for that it, it for silence for silencing them because because if it came up to me and it's like Mr. Bungle wants to suck your cock and I type in gag right <laughs> I it, it may not be that I want you to, to shut up uh, it, it might not be <laughs> I'm just I'm just being a dick <laughs> gag um, no it, it might not be gag it might be like muffle or mute or something like that I I really I can't really remember um but yeah so. Turns out the guy, the guy, or as it later was discovered, the guys playing as Mr. Bungle had a hacking program called Voodoo Doll. Oh, so we're talking about there's more than one. This turned Mr. out Bungle. to be a sorority, uh, a fraternity group in New York University who all logged on to a computer in the common room and all, they were all shouting suggestions to each other as the guy behind the keyboard was typing this stuff. And now, see, that that makes this even worse because if it's one person being an asshole, that's one thing. But if it's like a whole group of people just being complete dicks for no reason, like, hey, we're a bunch of fraternity guys. We don't have anything else to do because we can't get enough chicks to drink and, you know, pass <laughs> out so we can fuck them. Mm-hmm. Then let's go and just ruin these people's day. Yeah. No, yeah. that's 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 some bullshit. Oh, it was a total dick move. Total dick move. Fucking asshole frats. <laughs> so, um... And yes, I could have joined if I wanted to. <laughs> so, uh... Don't text me on a, on a recording! <laughs> um... Okay, so... Which I, I probably jumped the gun on explaining who was behind this, but it's not it's not super important to right. the issue to the core of the issue. But basically, what the Voodoo Doll program allows you to do in a multi-user dimension is it lets you ascribe actions to other people's characters. So whereas typically, if I say um, son, uh, "Dark Like Sugar Heart dances," it won't let me do that. If I have a voodoo doll program, I can do that. So now you, even though you're playing Dark Like Sugar Heart and only you can dictate your actions, suddenly you're going to see flash across your screen, Dark Like Sugar Heart dances. Okay, and that, that fits with the whole, you know, uh, voodoo doll. Yeah, thing. yeah, the voodoo doll is a brilliant name for it. Um, so now, suddenly people see flashing across their screens, um, you know, oh, your character sucks Mr. Bungle's dick. Or your your character like anally violates herself and all, all kinds of stuff and it's happening to multiple people throughout there. So um, of course one character was the Haitian trickster spirit that uh, came up in the title. Um, that was Exu, a Haitian trickster spirit of indeterminate gender. Um, so he he basically just has his character rape the crap out of uh, the Haitian trickster spirit. Um, just mul- multiple multiple things. And then he starts doing bodily harm to other people's characters, which shouldn't be possible in this, but the voodoo doll allowed a workaround. He made one character shove a knife up her ass. Uh, he, he made one character eat its pubic hair. Um, he just 
just all kinds of shit. So finally, you have to have a lot of something to wash that down. I can't imagine that would just like you know. It's gross as fuck, man. It's just super gross. Okay. Really gross. So as as you're telling me this, and I'm, th- and I'm listening to it, right? I'm envisioning like this, you know, in the sense of a of a some kind of like a visual. Yeah. But then I'm reminding myself, wait a minute, this is all text based, so you're not uh-huh. really seeing anything. So he's just he's just and saying he's just saying this happened, and you're like, but but you're just saying it's like. It's not like the never-ending story. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like it's like it's just, it's just words on the screen that said so and so did this to himself. I'm like, but no, they didn't. Yeah, exactly. And see, this and that's the same shit that that I struggled with the first time I read this. Is that you're you're ascribing visuals to it, but you know it was just a text-based adventure. That's the same thing that happened to me. And because you're actually in control of your character, if someone else hacked it and said you did this, right? Mm-hmm. Then it'd be like, no. I mean, just like now, if if someone hacks and sends you sends an email, right, right. to you with like some spam or whatever, it'd be like, you send me that to me. It's like, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's like, well, then we like, no, I didn't. I got hacked. <laughs> I, I never actually my sent doppelganger. That. Right. So, and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say these people don't have a right to be upset, but I'm like. When I stop and think about, it, I'm like, well, yeah, this is just words on a screen that you know, like I didn't do that, so. You can type whatever you want, but I know that that's not what I actually did. Yeah, and that and that was my initial thought. But to be fair, I also didn't spend all this time in the chat room, you know? I mean, these people are spending hours a day in there speaking through this character. So the other people in the chat room who are seeing these people just all of a sudden just go nuts and just start doing some crazy shit like they're possessed, mm-hmm. did they know what was going on? Uh, I think most of them deduced because Bungle was pretty much, you know, laying claim to it. And, you know, every time these things are described, it'll be, you know, oh, Moon Dreamer shoves a knife up her ass. Mr. Bungle laughs hysterically. So everybody knew that he was the cause. Gotcha. And uh, the players all, like, banded together and they, like, locked him in a room, right? But there's no distance limits on a voodoo doll hack, apparently. So the characters are still doing this. Finally... so when you say distance limit and meaning when you say they're all still doing it, like they're not not active, like right now, it's not this still thing. Where it's like they're really no, they're not they're not doing it today. I mean, like they were they still continued being affected by his control, okay. which, as I explained earlier, you have to be in the same room as the person to interact with them. Oh, but he wouldn't be in the same room, but he yeah. could still make them do this stuff. Yeah, so they lock him in a bedroom. And he's still just using the voodoo doll on him. And they're like, what the hell is going on here? So finally, and it's it, what interests me reading this is that all this is happening in character, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if somebody were like trolling me and ruining my night, I would log off and walk away. But everybody's staying in character and trying to control the situation in character. So they lock him in a room. They, they you know, their characters lock his character in a room. That's that's very interesting to me. That's how involved and invested these people were. Um, now, wait, I have something else to do. So, in character. So, when they're, like, in character, are they... So, like, let's say the, the Haitian uh, trickster, right? Yeah. Exu. Uh, so, if Exu was being affected by this, but if there was another person that was like him, was he, like, being like, you know, I cast a spell that locks you in your room or something like that? Or was he like... Hey, all, let's grab him and lock him in his room. I'm glad you asked that because finally what happened was an administrator got involved. Now, uh, in the world of Lamdamu, an administrator was called a wizard. And only wizards could do certain things that affected certain characters, such as trapping them in one place or deleting their account, which involved killing the character, or any number of these things. So, a wizard character named Iggy 
stands up, he pulls out a gun, a legendary gun. When he shoots the gun, it forms a magical cage that completely blocks off and entraps Mr. Bungle. Now, I don't know what exactly is happening from a technological standpoint, except that maybe it freezes him from actually being able to type anything, but he's not allowed to, you know, use the voodoo doll at this point. His character account is trapped. Okay, so so, they, so when so when they shot him with a special gun, yeah. it, it, it did actually, like, disconnect him from everybody else. It, shut, it cut and the strings on his voodoo doll. It cut the strings on his voodoo doll, but he was still allowed to talk, mm-hmm. which is weird to me, which I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um... And, but so it's interesting to me that instead of a wizard just saying, you know, hey, bitch, log off or I'm going to delete your account, it's like, I use this legendary gun to cast a spell. It's a magic cage. And I and like, obviously, it works from a programming standpoint because the voodoo doll no longer works, but it's it's all still in character. It's so strange to me, and I'm not like condemning or judging the people, but it's just strange to me that it's like, okay... We're going to solve the problem, but I am the wizard Iggy. I'm not Jeff the administrator. (laughs) It's like, okay. So he's trapped. Everything kind of calms down. Everybody's kind of reeling from, you know, wow, this guy kind of took control of my character and sexually violated it. That was weird. And Mr. Bungle, still being able to talk, waits until somebody new logs in who hasn't seen what's gone on all night and says, help, help, they've trapped me in this box. Will you please let me out? This poor well-meaning sap lets him out and the whole fiasco starts again he gets out he starts raping everybody starts making his character do horrible violent things to him how did he get out some guy unlocked the box so some wait 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 because i i think i'm i'm not understanding here an administrator shoots him with a special gun right yeah which traps him in a box yep and that that actually like stopped his hack his voodoo hack. Yeah, somehow. I have no idea how. I've read like four articles on this and cannot find what the programming specifics are on this. But then someone who is not an administrator says, types in, I unlocked the box. Mm-hmm. And that just unlocked it? Yeah. Isn't it weird? No, that's fucking stupid. It's stupid, but it's weird. I mean, because I mean, you shouldn't be able to do it. I mean, if, if that then just renders the administrator completely powerless. To an extent, except the administrator could still have just deleted his account. Look See, out, he's got a heaven gun. Why do you have those again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And that became an issue of everybody saying, you know what? The the wizards could have deleted this guy. The, that's a process called toting, which I'll talk about more. But like, long story short, toting is you turn that character into a toad and it annihilates their stats. That's what happens in most mud uh, chat rooms. What happens in Lambdamu, not only does it delete their stats, but it locks them out of their account. So he's not only turned into a toad, but his account is gone. So um, that's that's like the short uh, description of it. But basically, so... They, you know, for the next couple days, everybody's trying to really figure out, you know, what, what the hell just went on here? And... You know, everybody was, you know, everybody was saying, uh, you know, yes, this wasn't a real crime, but, you know, it did cross a line. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. You know, it was definitely cyberbullying, definitely sexual harassment. And uh, so everybody started getting together and discussing what do we do about this from here, right? Right. So what's, what's interesting to me is that this 
it, things almost immediately snowballed from just an internet chat room, just just a just an MMO to like a political upheaval. Okay. You started getting people of warring factions. You started getting people who believe different things politically about what should happen within the world of this game. So you had the anarchists, which I mean, you you know me, um, and they were saying, you know, you know what what happened sucked, but that's freedom of speech for you. You cannot say I'm in favor of freedom of speech and then say, oh, but you're not allowed to say offensive things and you're you're not allowed to say hurtful things and oh yeah, you you wished me a happy birthday, that's nice, so that's okay. So they they were coming at it from a pure, everything has to go because that's freedom. Okay, well hold on, but this wasn't freedom of speech because it because it's a text based game. Mm-hmm. It's that's not considered speech. Yep. Now if he was if he was sitting there and just standing in the middle of the living room. Up on the table and just like, you know, typing out his manifesto and saying a bunch of shit they didn't like. That's one thing. But in this context, (laughs) he actually took control of them Mm -hmm. because, and I'm I'm saying it like this. I'm saying it from an actual user standpoint. Yeah. When he was saying this so-and-so did this, Mm -hmm. they couldn't say, no, I don't. Yeah. They were completely locked out of their, like their, their character or whatever, or that user name had been usurped by him. Yep. And so at that point, it wasn't a, it's not a freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You, you have digitally like hijacked them. Oh yeah. And what's amazing is that you're bringing up the same arguments that the people brought up against the anarchists. You're drawing the same conclusions that everybody else came to during this discussion, which is amazing to me because as soon as I started telling you about this, you were like, well, this sounds stupid. So it's like you're, you're actually reaching the same conclusions that like everybody else did because well, their whole thing was, well, is a rape a violation of the body or is it a violation of the mind? Where does the mind end and the body begin? It's it's both. It's both, yeah. So it's like, so no, he didn't physically touch you, but he did he did affect your mind. He well, did do something to hurt you. But no, no. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there as far as my point of view is. Yeah. What I'm saying is that if you're saying that you should allow this kind of stuff because it's freedom of speech, I'm like, no, it's not, because he's not exercising his right to freedom of speech. Right. He actually hacked somebody mm-hmm. and basically that I would consider identity theft. Okay. That, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Because the same way is if I hacked your Facebook account, mm-hmm. your email account, and then, and then I, and then I, uh, carried myself out as if I were you. Yeah. Right. That's, that's one that way of looking is, at it. That would be, as I would see it, I would say that that would be considered identity theft. See, I would, I, I've been kind of equating it with, like, if I hack into your World of Warcraft account and fuck up your character. You know, it's like, if I, if I jank up your stats and lose all your items or whatever, you know, that, that's kind of the level I was putting it at. But, well, it's, I mean, that, that is still, that's still you kind of taking control and screwing me over. Yeah. But in this case, because he was saying that, as you said, the way, the way it worked is that you can't just do something mm-hmm. or say, I do this to you. I have to allow that. Yeah, yeah. But because you had taken away my, you you taken away my ability to be able to allow to say yes that happens. Mm-hmm. You had stolen that from me. It it robs you of the question. And and then in that case, you're saying that when I say that so and so does this, you are then saying that you are that person and you're allowing them. And so that's the same way as if you called and said, "Hi, my name is you know <laughs> this so and so. Can you please give me this?" 
that is, you know, that's it's falsifying who you are. And then I would yeah. say that's identity theft because he also stopped them from being able to say, no, that's not me. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. That makes that makes really good sense. So, yeah, so the anarchist's argument really didn't hold up, which, you know, which, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not freedom of speech. So I think they weren't really holding up, like, to what real anarchist standards are either. Right. Um, because, you know, I mean, anarchy, it's, it's, it's too much to get into in a single podcast, but I mean, it's like, like, real anarchists don't believe, oh, everybody should just go hog wild and, you know, it, it should just be everybody killing each other in the streets like the purge. That's, that's not what anarchy really is. And we still believe in, like, having order and things like that. Um, but yeah, so you have that. You have the people who believe that the wizard should have full control of a situation because the wizards are the administrators. So, you know, they're they're saying, well, you know, we should write up a set of laws and the wizard should be able to say, oh, you broke this law, boom, your account's gone, you're toted. And, you know, that, that really didn't get a lot of popularity because, um, because, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, I came to this chat room so that I wouldn't have to do that. You know, I, I came here to escape the real world. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to follow a bunch of rules. I want to be a half-dragon fairy elf princess and just do what I want to do. So, you know, that, that didn't get a lot of traction. And you had a lot of people saying, well, we just need to, we need to vote. We need to, like, appeal to the wizards and, you know, set up petitions and make decisions that way. Okay, so... These people who I already think are kind of like... Now, this wasn't the only mud around. Yeah, yeah, there were multiple ones. So they could have at any point said, Hey, I'm just going to you know, I'm just gonna dump this mud. Or I'm going to take my character. I'm going to go over to another mud. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and have my character over there. Same character, but now I've just moved. Yeah. You know? And I don't, I don't know if anybody even thought about that because I've never seen that suggested in any of these. I don't think anybody really thought that through. So, I mean, so that's... That's one thing I've said, stupid. The other thing is, you're saying, okay, we need to have a set of rules, and we need to create this constitution of, you know, online play. None of that is really necessary, because all you have to do is just say, we can do whatever we want, because the because the game only, or the room only allows you to to do, or allows your, your character action to be taken to, action to be taken on your character that you allow. Okay. Right. Unless they have a voodoo doll. <laughs> right. So really what the what you have to say is if anyone takes over someone else's character, mm-hmm. avatar, right? Yeah. Then they're not allowed. That's it. That's all you have to do is just say because anything else within the world, whether you want to say something or do something, whatever, that's allowed and people can just walk away from it. Mm-hmm. You know? But if you take over someone else's person yeah. and you're claiming to be them and you're screwing with them. That's not allowed. Yeah. And you should be banned just like anything else, right? I mean, I'm not gonna let somebody in my house who's gonna start tearing up shit, right? Right. Um, and then and then be like, well, you know, I think what you do is have a constitution here to say, well, no, <laughs> you get the fuck out no, no, and, no. and don't come back. House and rules say. It. Right. So I mean, I don't understand why why they've taken to such an extreme when it says all you have to do is say, you're not allowed to, you know, basically to possess or steal someone else's character well um and that's all you need to do yeah well part of the issue with that is that the their uh, the guy who programmed it the xerox employee who originally programmed this uh had recently made the announcement i want the wizards to pull back administrators shouldn't have to be police forcing this 
people should be resolving their own issues. So that was part of the thing, is that the wizards had already had it spoken from basically the god of this world to say, you know, don't don't be so involved. So that was part of it. Well, but, but okay, be involved in like, if you're talking about something like a, um, oh, we're, we're having a, you know, a dispute over something that one person said or whatever. Yeah, you don't need to be involved with that. Let them stand, handle that themselves. But if you're talking about someone like hacking into somebody else's account or whatever, that's completely different. Yeah, you don't need to be walking around policing this, but you do need to make sure that within our house mm-hmm. that you don't let someone in the house that doesn't belong there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if they and if they do get in there, you kick them out. It's like it's basically you're not you're not the police, you're bouncers. That makes sense. Say so, and you say, you are the bouncers and I am the cooler. Right, <laughs> and I'm just saying, and that's all you have to do. It's like don't grab the women's asses, right? right. You know, just you know, don't, oh. and or you know, or you're gonna, you're, we're gonna throw you out. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's in that. In this case, the only rule is don't hack somebody's account. Yeah, and and that's it. And if you do, we're gonna kick you out. Bingo. I mean, I don't I understand mean, what, why that's so hard. Well, I mean, this was 1993. This was before there were like people were that stupid. Were, well, okay, some people were that stupid. This was 1993. 1993. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you created this whole like thing, you're not that stupid. You may be stupid. And you may be dumb in some ways. You may be very ignorant into the ways of like how the internet works. But there's still basic things that if you take it, if you take that and say we're gonna wipe away all the cyber in this and just imagine this is a real house, right? Mm-hmm. What do we not want to happen? Someone coming in and using a device that's going to that's going to make me or enslave me right. and do things that I don't want to do that I can't control and takes away all my free will. No, we can't allow that. Everything else we're cool with. Yeah, and that that's not that hard. I, I mean, I agree. I just I don't think anybody ever really thought about like terms of service and stuff like that back then. But I I don't. I, I what I'm saying is I don't understand why it seems like that is. Just something as basic as that escaped everybody in this situation. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy who programmed the room originally didn't want to be involved. He was the actually, room. yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> what a story. Um, <laughs> Haitian yeah. Haitian voodoo guy keeps saying hi, Mark, to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was actually away on business during this whole thing. He didn't even like he wasn't even there for like the majority of the discussion. So. Um, you know, it finally it got to where the wizards as a whole were like, you know, we're not we're not getting involved here. We're not doing this. We're not toting it because you're supposed to be solving your own problems. And there it just it devolved into a major fight between the anarchists and the the dictators and yada yada yada. And it, and you know, they even though they were all appealing to have this guy's account canceled, nobody would do it. So they're they're having this big massive meeting, right? And, and like everybody's logged in, and then Mr. Bungle shows up. For the first time in days. He shows up? Yeah, he just pops into the meeting. And uh, at first, everybody's like, oh, you know, fuck you, dude. You, you've, you've ruined our paradise, basically. And finally, one person was like, I just want to know why you did it. You know, what What provoked you to do this? And uh, Mr. Bungle, which, I mean, you know, it's this, it's this whole frat house. Basically, Mr. Bungle says... I did it because I knew there were no consequences. It's like, yeah, I knew this wasn't physically hurting anybody. It doesn't affect anybody. This is just a game. And I knew that it wouldn't really matter in the long run. You know, 500 years from now, who's going to know the difference? 
Well, that's like if I were to like, if I were to slaughter an entire population of people, right? Be like, yeah, five hundred years from now, though. Yeah. You know, what's it gonna <laughs> matter? That's five hundred years from now. Make it, it, it. You can't look that far ahead and be like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I, I stole from a bunch of people right. and did all this stuff, but five hundred years from now. Who's really going to like, no. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, everybody who heard that was like, okay, this guy's a sociopath. You know, no, like, he's, he's just an ignorant ass, dumb college kid. Yeah. But okay. But even still, if, if you, let's say we flip the script, right? Yeah. And I go over to his house and I start breaking out the windows and stuff. Be like, yeah, you bust the windows in my house. Yeah. But five years from now, who's going <laughs> to give a shit? This house probably won't even be, still be standing five years from now. So it's, like it's really, a, yeah. If, I, we, if, if we skip ahead to the future, someone else is going to break those windows. Those windows <laughs> wouldn't even exist anymore. I mean, no, that's just some ignorant ass college kids trying to, trying to, you know, explain why they, why they, why they shouldn't be punished for being dumbass kids. Oh, yeah. And, I, yeah, I understand they were technically adults, but they are, they're still dumbass kids. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, once you get to be, like, our age, it's like anybody below 23 is a kid. <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> and I, and I, I say that some of them aren't. I yeah. would say some of them aren't. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've met some mature people that age group, but, yeah, I've, I've definitely met some total dumbasses in that age group too um so i'm kind of skimming over the article here again and i kind of set it aside there um but so so his reply was oh the reason we did it was because we knew there weren't going to be any consequences and we could do and it was just a game but that uh, i wouldn't say so i wouldn't call them a sociopath i would say that they're just completely they're just they're just a bunch of assholes, really. Yeah. So like, because you went out of your way to do this. Oh yeah. That's the biggest part of it. You went out of your way to do this. And be like, it's just a game, and it. But, and I don't want to say, well, you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. Well, obviously you wouldn't. But just to dismiss it like that, like, oh well, you guys were. Okay, so let, let's take it like this. Let's say that I go to New York, right? It, it is the gag command, by the way. I just saw. Okay. <laughs> let's say let's say I go to New York, and there is um. And there are some guys playing chess. And I walk over there and I just flip their board over. And I say, Psh, it doesn't really matter anyway. It's just a game. It's just a game. You think that's going to, do you think that's going to hold up? It's just a game. No. I mean, so that's just your way of saying, I was really bored. I felt like being a destructive little prick. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to say that I shouldn't be, uh, that I shouldn't, you know, be punished for that because, oh, well, it's just a game. It didn't really matter. Nobody was really hurt. Yeah, you're just a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting to where he actually makes his speech here. Um, okay, so yeah, and Mr. Bungle thought about it, and as eddies of discussion and debate continued to swirl around him, he thought about it some more, and then he said, "This, I engaged in a bit of psychological device that is called thought polarization." The fact that this is not real life simply added to heighten the effect of the device. It was purely a sequence of events with no consequence on my real life existence. Which is a lot of political bullshit double talk for him saying it's just a game. Wait, wait, wait. But he said on my real life existence. Mm-hmm. But his character was not it was not damaged in any way. It was everyone else's characters yeah. who, were, who were damaged. So yes, it didn't affect your real life existence, but it did affect everyone else's even if it was just a game. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is why everybody was saying this guy's a sociopath. I agree with you. I think he's just an ignorant dumbass. Yeah. But uh, and it's not, and we and you keep saying him, but it's not him. Them. It's a group of them. Yeah, they they are d- ignorant dumbasses. I've never had a. Th- and again, they're just a bunch of boring ass kids who 
who couldn't find anything better to do with their time. And they were like, hey, let's go in there and screw with a bunch of people. So this is the kind of thing with like internet viruses, which I don't get, right? Oh, yeah. If if I'm going to pull a, a joke, a prank, or just be a dick to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see their expression. I want to know the people that I hurt. Because otherwise, then what did I do? I mean, it's like a bunch of people were affected. Yeah, but do I know any of them? Do I actually get the satisfaction of looking at their face and go, ah, ha, ha, ha? No. <laughs> so I'm going to do something that's going to hurt a bunch of people, but I don't get that satisfaction, that gleam of being like, I'm the one that did it. I, I can actually see the pain in you. I just get to hear about it peripherally through whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So these guys don't even, aren't even fully aware they, of like who it is that they're hurting. They just start going out there, attacking a bunch of people, and they've, it's I mean, like you you can't be more or you can't be <laughs> no just yes yeah, it's, it's just I, a, I don't i don't know if i can keep saying ignorant because that, that just doesn't seem strong enough yeah no i mean it's it's just a dick move it's just like i i don't even care if it actually affects people it's just knowing that someone out there is getting fucked right it's just it's just being a dick it's not even being ignorant it's just being a dick you're just a hateful person mm-hmm. and i mean like i know i've made this equation with you um when we were talking about viruses before it's like be it's like that kid in grade school who would just sit with his legs stuck out in the aisle just on the off chance that somebody would trip on it i mean right. i've i've seen those kids i've dealt with those kids it's just a dick move it's like I mean, you, 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 it's just mean spirited. And, and, and to what end? Yeah. Um, because you know, because I'm bored. Because it'd be funny. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So finally, Mr. Bungle gets bored. He leaves, and the discussion just kind of peters out after that. And they're like, okay, well, the wizards aren't really gonna help us. We we can't really make rules and laws. We're not really agreeing with what the anarchists are saying in this situation, yada, yada, yada. And finally, one wizard who happened to be sitting in on the meeting, I believe his name was Tom Traceback, was his username. And he finally stood up and was like, well, I have to go, guys. And he left the room, and within minutes, he had toted Mr. Bungle. So he, he just basically vigilanteed the whole matter himself. <laughs> so he was like... Fuck this. Politics aren't getting us anywhere. Trying to establish rules aren't getting us anywhere. We're not getting results. So he decided, I'm going to just be a vigilante, take matters into my own hands. Which and he destroyed the guy's account. Which fucking should have happened four days ago, right? Right. <laughs> and here's the thing. It, okay, and when he did this, what were the repercussions to him? There was none. He was a wizard. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, what the whole point that people were making is that there are no repercussions for this guy's actions. So why was it taking so long for them to do something when they knew that no one was going to, there, was, there wasn't going to be any repercussions for their actions either? Which unfortunately still opens up the whole like thing of like, there is no accountability for anything here. Yeah, And that's really yeah. what we want is we want accountability because we want to stop this kind of stuff from happening in the future. Now, we all, I don't say we all, but, you know, we feel good about what he did because he did what we see as being right compared to, you know, I guess justice was done, right? Yeah, yeah. Justice was totally done. Right. But it... But what he did is the same as he could do that to anybody is what I'm saying. He yeah. could do that to anybody, regardless of whether they were being good or being bad or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. So absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So, OK, he did this and we're all happy that he did it. But it kind of goes back to the whole uh, you remember yesterday I was telling you about Kingdom Come, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, if this is the kind of person you want to be around and solve your problems. Right. 
then I can't be associated with that. I yeah. can't. And then what happens is that starts to spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And which is why the anarchists were taking the stance they were taking. The anarchists were saying, we don't want the wizards to be able to just do that. Because sure, they got rid of Mr. Bungle, but what if they decide that they don't like me, even though I've done nothing wrong? But that's that's not what anybody said. Yeah. Nobody said, you know, just, you know, that they're going to, that they're going to, you know, kind of do whatever, whatever. The whole thing, at least from where I was saying, is that if you if you have somebody, and I, I can't believe I'm wasting so much time on this fucking stupid thing, because it really is just <laughs> stupid from the word go. Yeah. But... And yet it's compelling. There's like, it, it's so hard not to talk about this. But, but the problem for me is that is so many people are, are just are just damn dumb in this whole situation mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I can't believe that that none of you are seeing this as being what it really is, which is, you know, we're not talking about someone just arbitrarily going through and just screwing around with people. We're saying here's someone that doesn't belong because they are, they're effectively you know, like, you know, taking over someone else's like you know control mm-hmm. and that's all we want to say you can't do that yeah this is not allowed yeah which i mean i would think that all all that needs is you know fix your script you know fix your coding so that it works around the voodoo doll you know and, you know that, that that's the point of a white hat hacker in the first place and and i realized you know okay this was run like by a solo guy and he he probably never knew anything about the voodoo doll okay so all right so you brought up an interesting, a really interesting point that really negates everything I've said, which is, okay, run a run a program or create something that blocks that that hack that fixes that vulnerability, yeah, and make sure that you, that if something like that happens again, that you don't have to worry about like we're gonna kick Mister Bungle out, we're gonna lock him in a cage or whatever. We're just going to stop his hack and shut it down, keep him from doing that. If someone else comes up with another one, we'll stop that one, mm-hmm. right? And that's it. Yeah. And when then we'll we'll say you know yeah you know, say something that we're like you know um, what are you gonna make up a story but like you know oh we uh, the um, I don't know shit something you're like you know unfortunately uh, an evil wizard came from another mud and tried to take us over <laughs> but we you know we shot him down so you know be he forced everyone to act you know inappropriately and blah 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 blah. And then, and then that sues everything over. But you know, obviously, by this time, people know the real story. So you really don't have to do that. It's like you're you're subscribing too much to something that really doesn't need that much attention or anything else to it. And you're taking too long to solve a very simple problem of, you know, just stop him from doing what he did. Mm-hmm. Make sure that he can't do it again. Make sure no one else can do it again. End of story. Yeah. Let's move on with our lives. And like I said, that's the interesting thing about this to me is that they're trying to do all this in character. And it's like, yes, but what about our rights and stuff? And all it would take would be one guy to get out of character and say, well, you know what? Fuck that guy. Right. You know what? This is a fun game, but he's ruining our fun game time. That's all it would have taken. You don't have to be like, oh, he violated this Hindu god of indeterminate gender and we, we have to... Wait, wait, wait. They were actually what? saying that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was See, you know, just thought... a discussion of what are our rights here in this world. I thought <laughs> that, they were, that they were approaching it like um, actual people. Well, I mean, Not they... like... They, like the guy who wrote the article was like I said he interviewed these people he he interviewed Exu and all that and was like you know how's this actually impacting you so he he actually was viewing it as real people but yeah I mean no I mean I was thinking about the real people saying hey we don't want our characters being messed with but no there was actually them saying you know uh, 
you know, my Hindu God or whatever it is, is upset now because I did something that violates my... No, well, no stop. It was, I mean, it was both. It was both. I mean, there were people who were, you know, fully in character. There were people who were just saying, you know, he, he's a bastard. He, he fucked up our time. Yeah, that's... And, like, I, like Exu never really um, talked in character, I don't think, as a result of this. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there were people who definitely, like, viewed this as, you know, th- this was my sanctuary and you've ruined it. Uh, to them, I just have to say, go buy some dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of like condense things down from here because I think I think we've kind of like discussed um, like our view on the solution here, which is to just look look at it a little more realistically and stop pretending that it's a real world, and then you can solve the problem that much quicker. But uh, the the Cliff Notes version of what happens from here is that the programmer, the creator of Lambda Moo, comes back from his business trip. The wizards all explain to him, "Here's what went down." And, you know, here's here's the problem. Here's what the people are complaining about because you don't want the wizards to be involved. So he said, okay, well, you know what? We're just going to set this up to be a popular vote. <laughs> so over the weekend, he programmed it in. If enough players vote to make a request for something that only a wizard can do, then the wizard has to do it. So, you know, somebody fucking around with you, then make enough people vote to toad them and a wizard will toad them. Now, how much did it cost to, to join this thing? Uh, free, I think. So, pretty, pretty well, sure was it was there like a, a um, was he was it monetized in any way? Uh, not that I'm aware of, which is probably why he was still a programmer for Xerox for so long. Okay, so I'm just I'm just envisioning me coming back from a business trip, and it's like, boss, let me tell you about the stuff that happened with this, this, and this. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I'm shutting the whole thing down. Good night. <laughs> well, I mean... That, or, or, okay, here. You know what? Here are the keys. You can have it. I'm walking away. You know, that's, lasagna. Don't get any on you. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what he did with the vote system. He was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't, I can't be the police force here either. So, let the people vote. If the vote reaches the number we need, then the wizards take care of it. So, I mean, I think from that point on, he was completely detached from the situation. Now, the funny thing is, and again, I'm just kind of skimming over the rest of these details, Mr. Bungle comes back. They used a VPN, switched up their IP address, which confused the login information, and let them log in as a completely new user. This time they didn't come in as Mr. Bungle, they came in as like Dr. Jest, I think his name was. And for a long time, nobody even knew it was the same person, but one day, he grabbed somebody and stuffed them in a bottle, and inside the bottle was an image of Mr. Bungle. So everybody then knew. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, wait, wait. So again, we're not talking about a any kind of visual thing. He's like, it goes up to me, he goes, I grab you and stuff you in a bottle, right? And inside the bottle is a picture of Mr. Bungle. And they're like, yeah. he's back. Yeah. But it's all still text-based. And then, like you said, you can't do anything that I don't allow. So unless you, he used that same hack... Right? Yeah. He couldn't have stuffed me in a bottle or stuffed them in a bottle or anything else. Well, I mean, like, he stuffed him in the bottle, and then all you have to do is say, I get out of the bottle. Because you're still in control of your character, you know? I- I'm sorry. This is this is all too much for me because... <laughs> it's, it's pretty weird. It's, it's a bunch of people being incredibly stupid. <laughs> and... And he's like, oh my goodness, he's back. I'm like... Ugh. 
Well, uh, uh, you, the, the you people, tire me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The people immediately tried to vote to just have him instantly toted, and they couldn't get enough votes. Don't know why. Things are pretty quiet for a long time. And I mean, like, several months. Things are just pretty quiet. And then it happens again. And Dr. Just goes on a rampage and uses a voodoo doll and rapes a bunch of people. At which point, everybody just votes and they're like, toad the fucker. And they toad him and it's done. But he and he just, doesn't come back. But he could have if he wanted to. Yeah, he, he could have just like kept creating accounts. Okay, so I have another question here. So after all of that, after all of that, after all of that, after all of that... They still didn't patch the thing to prevent that from happening. <laughs> yeah, they still didn't patch the voodoo which, doll. Which was the main thing that they should have, could have done to solve the problem to begin with. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'll be fair. I don't know shit about coding. I don't know how to code a text-based adventure or text-based MMO or any of that. But, I mean, I would think that it couldn't have been that complicated. You know, if a bunch of college frat boys could figure out how to make a voodoo doll in the first place... Then you should be able to find a workaround and a patch to fix the voodoo doll. Would one, be my thoughts. One would think. Or apparently none of them did, but <laughs> Yeah. So what's interesting about this is, you know, again, it brought up a lot of discussions about like different rights, and you know, we we had a pretty interesting discussion as a result of this of, you know, what constitutes freedom of speech and things like that. There was a period of time in the uh early to mid-2000s, where law professors would have students get accounts on Lambdamu and ask the people there about this happening. Because it was an entire discussion of forming a, uh, a political structure for this world, they, they had their students learn, like, how did all this come to get formed? How did you reach these conclusions and stuff? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And this is why you pay so much for a college education. Yep. <laughs> wow. Um. So, let, let me let me let me let me just process all this for a minute. All right. Um. If I can. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's the story. That is. Mm. All right. So. Um, All right, these are my final thoughts. All right. And I'm, and I'm actually going to be done with this whole thing. After this. These are my final <laughs> thoughts. Um, what you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone on this podcast is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pe- you, want to, you want to close this out? <laughs> um, I mean, no, I think I think that pretty much summed it up. I mean, people, people were really, really invested in it. And I was kind of hoping that by talking about it, maybe I could make sense of why they were. But, uh... And I'm, I'm really, like, not the richer for it, so... <laughs> No, not even with sixpence. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I would be interested in hearing other people's thoughts on this, though. Um, I would not. <laughs> I'm just going to be clear. Not to say that you don't have a right to freedom of speech, but I'm just saying, again, I'm going to go into the other room so I don't have to hear it. 
because let's let's the, take this caller now because <laughs> that, that's that's the right I have. If I don't want to engage with you, you know, in mud, I can go into another room and then I don't have to actually interact with you at all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole point. So, I mean, for for me, I think I just I think it's a bit crazy when like you're looking at especially, you know, now in today's political climate and culture and you're looking at like the Me Too movement and stuff. And it's like I have a difficult time imagining even taking something like that seriously. Like, in the face of, of like, you know, pe- people are getting really raped here, you know? And I think if I were talking to somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I was raped in a chat room. I would, I mean, my first reflex would probably be to laugh, honestly. Which is, I mean, that probably sounds horrible, but it's like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I would just turn the computer off and walk away, but hey, that's just me. Now, when you told me about this and kind of about it and said, hey, check out this article. Yeah. And I told you, I said, this reminded me or made me think of that. Uh, I think the movie's called Compliance. And I said, you know, it's yep. where, you know, the uh, this guy and it was based on a true story. This guy, you know, called up, said he was uh, a police officer and that, you know, someone in the store had, you know, that was a employee of the store had done this and had the manager or whatever take them to the back and deputize them and had them, you know, like search them, ask them a bunch of questions, and uh, perform a body cavity search, and all. And there was like a young girl, I think she was like sixteen or whatever. And both of them consented mm-hmm. because this guy was, you know, saying he was a police. And, and even though rationally you think this doesn't make any sense at all, you know, why? Why would it? It's kind of like when when like the uh, you get like an email from the FBI saying that <laughs> no, you you know we're the FBI and you need to pay us or whatever or you know the IRS or we're going to come and do this like eh, yeah. that's not how they operate you know right right so and but you know but some people fall for it anyway it's like I don't want to get in trouble I'm like yeah but you know let's just stop and think about this realistically yeah um, which I mean like something like that I would chalk up to naivety but I mean to to me like this chat room thing it would just be common sense of. Okay, you've hacked my account. I'm going to shut down. Right. I mean that that has been kind of like a, a golden rule of of like computer usage from the beginning is that, you know, you you're you're worried about somebody hacking you over the internet, disconnect. If you're really super worried, if you're afraid that they've like spotted your IP address or something, destroy the computer. Yeah, run ch- magnets over just it. Just chop that internet down. <laughs> Cut the internet down. That's what the internet lumberjack would do. Hell yeah. <laughs> working on it so i mean i i don't know i was i was hoping desperately that i could make sense of it because the people were so invested and the guy who wrote the article was so like he he totally changed his perspective on it you know he started where we were of well this is stupid and he, he said by the end of it that he was like no i mean these these people were really violated this was really you know a cyber crime whatever and no. like no, I mean, I mean, I've I've read I've read the article. I'm actually looking forward to reading his entire book. To be totally honest, um, God, you know, now the more I'm thinking about it, maybe Lincoln should have been assassinated. <laughs> I mean, because he seems to flip flop. You know, it's like right. You know, you bring up some interesting points. You know, <laughs> but yeah, I I I don't I don't know. Like I was I was definitely interested in hearing like your thoughts on it because I was like you know. Should I be more invested in this? Should I be taking it seriously? You know, maybe maybe my uh, sociopathic tendencies are just, like, not letting me see the gravity of it. But you're kind of, like, coming coming at it from where I'm coming at it. Which is, like, no. I mean, you, you should have just utilized some common sense. 
Yeah. You should have just toted the fucker, killed his account, and figured out a patch for it. And everybody should have used some common sense. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, to me, as soon as I saw it flash up, oh yeah, your character shoves a steak knife up, steak knife up their ass. I'm like, well, time to go. Yeah. It's like, I'm wait, shutting down. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How does this guy know about my secret fantasies? <laughs> It's like, if he says it's a scissor steak knife, I'm going to swear this. You know, who are you? How'd you get into my diary? Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think it was interesting. I think it was a very interesting story. But it's like, I can appreciate something as being interesting without agreeing with any of it, you know? How, for me, I wouldn't go so far as even say it was an interesting story. It was a story. Um, <laughs> and some shit happened, right? But I I would say I don't feel that it was interesting at all. I feel it's a bunch of people doing a bunch of stupid shit, and I and and not not really think. Okay, so let, let me let me let me just step back. Even though I said I was done, let me just step back one more moment and just say, then this mud right, and you say it was an interactive like game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, like I mentioned Zork or whatever, but it's an interactive game. Yeah. Um, I. I don't think anywhere in there you've told me the game part of it. Well, like I said, it's more of a chat room with game elements. What was the, where are the game elements? Uh, controlling a character. No, no, that's that's not a game. Then, so basically, then, it was an interactive chat room where you pretended to be someone that you aren't, which is a chat room. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there was, there was no game to it. It was just a it was just a fucking chat room. Where the people, instead of like, instead of them, instead of trying to convince someone that you really were like, you know, like this, like, you know, six foot four, like 220 pound guy with like a huge schlong or whatever, um, and some double D tits, <laughs> you, you like, everyone knew that that was just a lie because they were lying too. And you're like, okay, I'm happy with your lie. You're happy with my lie. Let's talk. That's it. I mean, there was really nothing more to it than just that. Yeah, I mean the 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 strongest point of the gameplay element is that you you have a character avatar, and I mean it's it's usually some kind of fantasy type creature, and you can go from room to room. I mean, I guess yeah, it, I, mean, I, I guess just, it depends on your definition of gameplay element. Well, yeah, I, I, when I play a game, I want to I want to I want I want there to be some kind of a game to it, not just like uh, I was like I'm just. So I'm gonna log into some interactivity here. Like what? What I would equate it with is that it's the uh, early '90s version of Second Life. But isn't isn't that designed mainly for like a uh, like a sex type thing? Um, largely, but I mean, it's still it's still just creating character avatars and chatting, and like, yeah, you can make your character avatars perform sex acts, but. So so can you and Lambda Moo. It's it's still the same basic principle. So I mean I would say that it still has gameplay elements. I mean the whole like text based thing makes that difficult for me. Because it's like I, I you know, if I'm playing a text based game, if I'm like playing, you know, the Lord of the Rings text adventure or whatever, and somebody's like, oh, hey, what are you doing? I don't think I would say, I'm playing a game. <laughs> He's got no arms. <laughs> I've had worse. 
So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely I definitely agree with you. I mean, pers- personally, I found it to be interesting, but I mean, I, I do agree that, like, there, there were no people utilizing common sense in this whole situation. No, none. And I, I mean, I, I think it was probably awarded a little bit more gravity than it needed. <laughs> I honestly, I, I would not even say this that this was deserving of an article. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, because basically, what you're, what you, this entire thing amounted to was, hey, here's a story about uh, about some kids at school that bullied a bunch of other kids at school. And, um, and that's it. I mean, I guess, I guess at the, like, at the real core of it, maybe. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, you, that you shouldn't have taken, you know, shouldn't have been as entertained by it. I'm just like, for me, I'm like, this was just. Maybe it's just because I'm just such a dick, right? <laughs> but when, when I have, when I have one person being stupid. And they're being stupid to someone else, and that other person is being equally stupid back. I don't have any sympathy for them, and I'm like, yeah, that person's being a dumbass, but you're also being a dumbass. So, yeah, I'm just gonna step back, yeah, because you're both just being completely <laughs> moronic, and and I, I just I won't feel sorry for you in any way because like you could you could do something about the situation if you would just stop for a minute and stop being such a freaking moron yeah which i mean that's where the common sense element comes into play here i think is that you you need you you kind of got to force yourself to break character here and just live in the real world for 30 seconds and the problem is solved right so i mean i i think that's the thing for me it's just like it's it's interesting to me that even though it's just text people were so lost in it that nobody thought to do that and what was what what was their investment in this? So I was I was reading late uh, the other day about um, these uh, what do you call them? Uh, they were um, shit 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 shitty shits. Uh, what is it? Uh, hackers mm-hmm. in England that were hacking um, all of these uh, Fortnite accounts, right? <laughs> and they were hacking them and selling them for you know you know tons of money. And these guys are making a shit ton of money off of this. And, and a lot of these hackers were like 14-year-old kids, right? Yeah. And they're really young. And they were like, oh, it's like, well, how did you get started in this? Um, and they're like, well, someone hacked my account and stole all my stuff. And so, you know, I once I found out how they did it and everything, I decided I was going to do that to someone else too. Like, it was just like, okay, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. You know? That's just bully syndrome. Right. And you picked on me. Well, I'm going to pick on this kid. Yeah. So, but it's like, all right, and but you, the thing is, you know how it affected you. So why would you then int- intentionally do that to somebody else? Yeah, it's like you know how much it sucked, right? And it's like, okay, whatever. So they're doing that, and the other part of this is, and you know, I play video games. You play video games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to even like you know diminish the value of video game, video game play. But Fortnite is a free game, and mm-hmm. the thing is, they're paying for. Aren't even things that um, that boost their stats. It's just aesthetic, right? It's just it's like outfits and dumbass dances, right? <laughs> which dances, which I don't get at all. It's like, and I was talking to a guy. He's like, oh yeah, it's just a it's just a way of you know, just kind of like you know, rubbing and trolling people, just like you know, teabagging somebody. I'm like, yeah, but I don't care if you teabag me because it's not a real character. You're mm-hmm. not really affecting me or hurting me in any way at all. 
So you make your virtual character do something like, you know, quote unquote demeaning to my virtual character, but it doesn't actually affect me at all and doesn't really do anything. You see, and I'm the same way with that. I totally agree with that. But, like, I mean, I've I've gamed with people where, like, if you hit the taunt button and make your character taunt after you, like, after you beat them or something, they get pissed. You know, I... People know. get invested in this. It's strange. Well, I will say this. You know, I've played with people in video games that, and I'm sure you've had this too, where you're playing a game and someone starts, like, doing it. Like, we were talking about Street Fighter earlier. Mm-hmm. And they sit there in a the corner and they just sit there and they just keep, like, fireballing and then, like, uppercutting you or whatever when yep. you try to jump over. And and then they're like, you know, just like, dude, it's like, you know, you suck at this game. Like, no, you just cheap the shit out of me. Yeah, it's that's that's not even to say you're not actually playing the game. You're just being a cheap ass and you can't brag about that. You can't brag about like about doing something cheap and and then saying that I'm a better gamer than you. Not really, because you didn't really play the game. You just you just exploited, you know, something and then. And then choose that, but you have no understanding of how to really play the game or any kind of aesthetics. And you're like, well, if you were a better gamer, you could stop that. Really? Because that's that's. I'm not sure how many games you play. That's not really kind of how that works. Yeah, there's no real cure for spamming. So, so that's a lot different than like you know you using your avatar to do something bad to my avatar, and then like ha 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 ha. Because you even then you're not really saying anything to me. But but again, whatever. In this game here, their investment or whatever it was that they did or didn't do or yada, 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 right? Yeah. Um, what were, what really were they invested in? I think that they viewed the characters as an extension of themselves. In, but, a, in a lot of ways, it's kind of the same thing that we've talked about with, like, Christian. And, you know, how, how dare you draw Rosa Chu with a penis because... You know, that's that's a violation of something that's sacred to him. But, I mean, like, I'm saying the whole, this whole thing, this, this this entire thing, what really were you, what was your investment in all of this? To where, to where, like, it was like you felt so, like, this is my character, or this is my thing, and you're doing this to it or whatever, and like, but it's, it's all, it's, none of it's real in any sense, and it doesn't it's not it doesn't change anything about your daily life right and you've invested so much in it that for no for for nothing at all and i i guess i'm just i i i think i'm getting lost in my own thoughts here about this whole thing cuz <laughs> I, I i'm not i'm not understanding why it was such an issue for them that they felt like oh my god this you just walk away just like i'm you know i'm walking away this is this is so, you know, what's going on here makes it so it's not funny anymore, and I'm done. And I'm walking away, and this character that you know I seem, you know, to be so, um, you know, like you know, happy with or whatever. I, I just gotta, I just gotta stop and just be like, all right, I'm, I'm out, peace. I, f- I feel like in order to really understand it, I would need to talk to somebody who's in that culture, you know. I feel like I would need to say, okay, so this character was violated. What if you create another character? Are you still going to feel violated? Is this, or like, are you going to be carrying over this baggage to the new character? What if, what if you had two separate accounts? What if, what if only one of your characters was, you know, violated? I, I don't understand the full parameters of 
of what they're viewing as sacred here, you know? Like, right. I don't understand the boundaries of, well, this is okay, but this isn't. And, and what, I mean, like, what was it that was done to your character to be like, you know, they will never be clean again? Yeah. Because it, it didn't really happen. It didn't really exist. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and, you know, that's what we've been saying from the beginning is, you know, if, if that, you know, happened to me in a chat room like that, I'm pretty sure my response would be, no, it didn't. <laughs> Right. My, my account's been hacked, so this isn't canon. <laughs> right. But I, I think going back to like what I was trying to say about the Fortnite thing, right? And there's people, they were like hacking other people's accounts and stealing their stuff. And one thing, you've put a lot of money into something that's cosmetic. Yeah. And they're making tons of money like hacking people's accounts and stealing their stuff. And the other people are getting really pissed off. It's like, you stole my stuff and everything and this and that. And I, you, stole their, you stole somebody's money because you hacked and you robbed them and then you stole their stuff. But... Your character in the game, right? Yeah. They have no backstory. Right. There's nothing to them. Every time you log in, it's it's new. You, I mean, maybe you might have higher stats or something or whatever, but what they stole from you didn't change any of that stuff. It was just, I no longer have this outfit to wear. Yeah. I no longer can do this stupid dance without buying that stuff over again. But your character as a whole is still the same person they were before. Their stature is the same. So, you... You, you as a person have been violated because they stole from you, yeah. but your character has not changed in any way at all. Yeah. Well, like the Fortnite thing, I mean, I can understand being upset because of, you know, you spent money on it. You shouldn't have spent money on it, but you did. Right. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't know. As far as like the Lambda Moo thing, the closest thing I can equate it with, and you know, it's going to piss people off, but I mean, it's the same thing as Chris Chan getting upset when people draw Sonichu getting like violently killed or whatever. And he would get so bent out of shape about that and be like, no, don't hurt Sonichu. Don't do that. And it's like, dude, it's your fucking character. <laughs> well, you, if you know, don't want him to be gay then just say, okay, well, you know, that didn't happen. <laughs> right. And then, you know, in, in, in his case, I can see where like, he's like, hey, you know, I don't draw my character in this way in this fashion or whatever. And you're like, I don't want, I don't want, you know, this character I created or whatever to be, you know, to have images or whatever them like floating about this way or whatever, but when when that's not something that's like being spread around everywhere, it's just these people that are doing that stuff just to make me angry yeah. or upset me, but it doesn't really change anything else. I'm like, oh, uh, you know, kind of like a like a whatever. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but I mean, Chris Chan was viewing it from the perspective of you were violating my characters. Right. Rosa Chu is hurt and is crying because you drew her with a penis. I mean, that's that's like his logic behind that, and it's like. That so that to me is kind of the same thing with this Lambda move situation, is that, I mean they're they're viewing it as my character was violated. Yeah, I I, I get that's what they're doing, but I just I'm like, well again, you know, I'm not saying I agree with any of it. Yeah, I'm just like I'm done. I mean, to me, I just was kind of wondering, you know, how does this impact us today from like a cybersecurity thing? Because you know, there's there's still sexual harassment and cyberbullying. Right. And, like, I know a lot of times people get their accounts terminated and stuff on, like, forums or on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But, I mean, I also see all over Twitter of people threatening to rape somebody or whatever. Just as, like, you know, it's just it's just retarded shit that kids say these days. That's some stupid shit right It's there. some really stupid shit. There is, especially in today's climate and culture, where everything comes back to bite you in the ass, there is no way I would make a threat like that. Well, I wouldn't make a threat like that anyway. That's just... Oh, yeah, that's just... I mean, 
fucking juvenile. Yeah, I wouldn't. But, I wouldn't have you know under any circumstance. I just. But yeah, I mean. Like, but yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I wouldn't. I wasn't saying you, did you whip him? But yeah. to, to to make some kind of threat like that, and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, it's like it's a shitty thing to threat. It really is. But just like I mean, I can't imagine. You know, I mean, we're we're in a we're in a political climate right now where guys are filming their girlfriends getting consent to sex before they sleep with them so that they can't get charged with rape cases. And and you're going to be dumb enough to threaten to rape somebody over fucking Twitter? I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't know, just like I I what I what I was hoping as I was exploring this article and exploring the story was that it would like kind of affect, you know, this this is how this thing, you know, impacted things for the positive. It's like I really don't see that. I was hoping that I would, but I don't really see that. Yeah, cuz in the, in the end there were no there were there was no out the the outcome from that wasn't something that was like universally used. Yeah. It really you know, it's like yeah, it didn't have some major effect on terms of service. It didn't have some major effect on cybersecurity. I really wanted it to. I was really hoping that it would because it's like, man, people were really invested in this. Why why does this even warrant, you know, Ranker talking about it? And then it it feels like it kind of went nowhere. But again, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested in, you know, hearing other people, like, maybe kind of explain it. And, you know, I've, I've said the same kind of thing before with, like, the shipping community and stuff. It's like, I can't understand being that invested in a character, you know? And, uh, like, we've we've talked about that a lot during, like, our EDF playthroughs. Um, you know, like, I, I cannot imagine caring so deeply for, like, Star Fox that I just, I can't be satisfied until I see him in a relationship. You know, it's like, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like, I can't, I can't force my brain to comprehend it, so maybe I just need help. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Shit, we just gave him some help. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll read the full book and see, like, and see, like, some more of his thoughts. But it also feels like he was not really explaining it from an objective standpoint because he wound up agreeing with them. You know. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's the story yeah. of Lambda Moo. You can like definitely do some research on it yourself. Uh, pull up the article, read about it. It's oh, it got me. Oh, your character died. <laughs> How does that make you feel? I, I just, uh, I just stem packed. Well, you know, the thing that pissed me off about that was they were like, go defend this place. And I show up and there's nothing going on. I had to actually go and find the trouble. <laughs> when you're like, defend, defend, there's nothing to defend. It's like, oh, okay, let, let me go be the asshole here and let me go find, <laughs> find the trouble well, that, see, that I, was, I need to defend you guys from. I was just hoping that this was going to get into a thing where you like felt some deep personal loss because your character died. Yeah. People die every day. <laughs> I don't know, it kind of reminds me of that uh, silly Jack Chick Dungeons and Dragons story, Dark Dungeons, where he's trying to explain how you'll go to hell if you play D&D. And, like, the, the chick's well, D&D... only if you do something wrong, or you defend your deity, <laughs> and, and then other than that, you don't have to worry about going to hell. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the chick's, like, character, elf star, whatever, leaf star, what, whatever, and, like, her, her elf character dies, and she's so upset she commits suicide. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's D&D. The worst you're going to lose is an hour having to roll up another character. And yes, that sucks, but grow up. <laughs> I, I still want to do a Let's Watch of that movie adaptation, though. Well, we still want to do um, the uh, the Tom Hanks one. Oh, yeah. 
Can't even remember which one that is now. Uh, Mazes and Monsters, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 yeah, I think it's Mazes and Monsters. That sounds right, yeah. That movie is so bad. <laughs> it cannot be worse than Dark Dungeons. That's the RPGers. We tried to get them expelled from school, but they're too popular. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's the story of a rape in cyberspace. The uh, the the story of Lambda Moo. Um, I mean, it, it would be interesting if Lambda Moo were still relevant, but I, I mean, it's not, you know? Oh, I mean, here's the thing, you know, you know, in this case, it was like, in 10 years, like, who's going to care? Right, yeah. So it's like... Not Turk 182. <laughs> so I guess, like, ultimately, Mr. Bungle um, was kind of right. It really had no impact on on him or on anyone else, ultimately. I, and I thought, oh, man, I, I feel like it's going to be, like, the one of these people who were who it actually happened to are going to listen and be like, you don't understand! It's like, I don't. You weren't there! <laughs> you weren't there! You don't understand! It's like, okay, I, I admit it. I acknowledge I don't understand. Help me understand. Explain why this was so fucking traumatic to you, please. Yeah. Uh, I don't care to understand. <laughs> don't email Turk about it. Email me. Yeah, e- email Comey. Don't email help, me. Help me understand because I want to figure out why Why did this have such a fucking impact. It's killing me. It's like when I was... Ah, it's just killing me. <sighs> but yeah, I think I think we've talked about it long enough. Just let it go, Comey. It's Chinatown. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, I... Uh, I... I yeah, that's just just weird. But how long have we been? How long have we been talking about this? This is crazy, stupid. Uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. There was that brief, like, little bit of silence when you went upstairs. So I don't know. I guess like an hour fifteen minutes. No, no, you won't that long. Way too long. Hour twenty five minutes. All right. So yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> right, hold on, hold on. So before before we. We officially sign off because we got pizza waiting. That's oh, yeah. like what fifteen minutes. Oh shit! It's a half hour overdue. Yeah, um, I'm really peckish now. Yeah. Well, you can keep talking. I mean, don't just leave them hanging. <laughs> you said hold on. I mean, like, I mean, don't sign <laughs> off yet. I mean, like, don't say anything. Well, no. I mean, I I think I have. Uh, I think I've pretty much said my piece on it. You know, uh, when I found out about it, I was interested enough to hope that it would, you know, turn out to have something relevant. For us to discuss, and it's like kind of guess not. <laughs> yeah, I just think I just think everybody involved was just was just stupid, except for the guy that created the thing where he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm done. Bye." Yeah, he was he was the only one that was just like, "Really, really, you're being you're being children. This guy's being an ass. You know, peace. I'm out." Yeah, yeah. He he definitely distanced himself. So, uh, so going back to early, let's just sign this out. The Mister Bungle. Uh, rock band. Yeah. Singer Mike Patton was known to have had a bad relationship with Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis beginning with Kiedis saw Patton performing with Faith No More and accused him of imitating his style. Um, uh, their album California was scheduled to be released on July, June 8th of 1999 but Warner Brothers pushed it back so as not to coincide with the Red Hot Chili Peppers similarly titled album Californication which was to be released on the same day. Following the album release date clash, Kiedis had Mr. Bungle, Mungle removed from a series of summer festivals in Europe as a headlining act at the festivals. The Red Chili Peppers had final word on the bands that would appear. This is all according to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. According to the band members themselves, Kiedis had never met or spoken with anyone involved with Mr. Bungle aside from Mike Patton. 
Patton explained to the AV, AV Club, our agent was in the process of booking these festivals and it was becoming apparent that we landed some pretty good ones, one in France, another one in Holland, some big name festivals. Turns out someone's holding a grudge. We were booted off several bills, specifically because Anthony Kiedis did not want us on the bill. He threatened to put the chili peppers, uh, pull the chili peppers if Mr. Bungle was on the bill. In a separate interview, he also clarified that the rest of the band doesn't care. It's something to do with Anthony. Uh, Trey Spruance added, we were booked months in advance to do 11 uh, festival dates in Europe. Come summer, we get a call that from the three biggest of those festivals, uh, all of them the same day, saying that we can't play because the headline band retains the rights to hire and fire whoever they wish. We found those Red Chili Peppers, so our manager called their manager to find out what the hell was going on. And their manager was very apologetic and said, we really, we're really, really sorry. We want you to know this doesn't affect the management position or the bands for that matter. This is Anthony Kiedis who wants this. In retaliation, Mr. Bungle parodied the Red Hot Chili Peppers in Pontiac, Michigan on Halloween. Pat introduced, him, introduced each Mr. Bungle band member with his name of one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers before covering the songs Give It Away Around the World Under the Bridge and Scar Tissue, <laughs> with Patton deliberately using incorrect lyrics. Mr. Bungle also satirized many of the mannerisms of the band, mocking heroin injections, deceased guitarist Hillel Slovak, and their onstage antics. Kiedis responded by having them removed from the 2000 Big Day Out Festival in Australia and New Zealand. He said of the festival, I would not have given uh, two fucks if they played there with us, but after I heard about the Halloween show where they mocked us, fuck him and fuck the whole band. Uh, Patton went on to claim that Kiedis' actions had ruined Mr. Bungle's career, while Trevor Dunn remarked, it really screwed us up. It screwed up my life in a personal way. When asked if he had exchanged any words with Kiedis over the course of the dispute, Patton commented in 2000, I have not had words. I don't think his, you know, minders, his gorillas would let me have words with him. The animosity between the two bands continued with Dunn later criticizing each of the peppers on their personal webpage, specifically the basis uh, flea, stating, look flea, and all seriousness, really isn't that good. I mean, come on, brother, chili peppers were vaguely interesting in the 80s, but Christ, they, fuck, they fucking suck. They suck. Don't talk about it anymore. Uh, wow, harsh. Uh, wow, harsh. So apparently, um, yeah. So that's that's a little. Let's wrap that up there with uh, the the story about uh, Mr. Bungle. And, okay, yeah, because you know, yeah, and the Red Hot Chili Pepper feud, which I alluded to earlier, but I didn't have that. I thought it was Lollapalooza, yeah. but you know, it was uh, some other stuff there. Huh. Well, yeah. So, um, well, that that's uh, that is the podcast then. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna call it a wrap here. So uh, yeah, thank, thanks everybody for giving it a listen. Uh, feel free to seek out the story and draw your own conclusions. Uh, let us know if you agree with us that it's an awful lot for people to get upset about, or you know, give give us a reason to you know, like understand why it actually matters. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Turkey. Anything else you want to add? Uh no no I I I I actually jumped back into the fray even when I didn't want to, um so I'm not I'm done I'm done, <laughs> um I, I would I, I'll say this I would be curious not then in when I say I would be curious meaning that if you ever get someone to respond to you maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll give me an answer to this which is um all this time later right right does it does it really matter? <laughs> right? That a whole like like where where's your avatar or the like the character that you created that meant so much to you at the time? Is that character not, and I know things mean a lot to people at the time and then as time goes on, like they don't mean anything to them anymore. But you know, this whole thing was was really important to you and it, it turned out to be a bigger thing in your life, right? Than maybe what you were expecting at the time. So now that we look back on it, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, where where is that character? Do you still hold a fondness for them in some regard? When you are doing something online, do you still use that character's name or like their background or whatever to do some of the stuff that um, that you know to uh, flesh out or to you know as the the character or personality for some future things or do you just be like i don't even play video games anymore online text-based games or <laughs> text-based online games or you know whatever it is that i'd be curious about yeah. but again you don't have to contact me directly you can just give that information to Comey. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll try to be fair with it um but yeah you know if there's if there's some positive feedback to this podcast and people are actually interested in the story then uh, let me know, and maybe I can, like, bum around and see if Lambda Moo is still active and see about, like, see if any of the original members are still there. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that on my own volition. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to have some, like, people saying, I listened to this and I liked it, and I would actually like to know more. So, all right. So, yeah, if, if you decide you're invested in it, then, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be cool with that. Um but yeah, Tur- I think Turk has definitely fo- phoned it in on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will catch you guys later. Later. <laughs> Such a disappointment in your voice. <laughs>